Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast with my parents, Clark and Bobby. We'll talk about the Bible and the Holy Spirit adventures. Thanks for listening. Hey everybody, welcome to your Wednesday. Clark and I are here at home recording Matthew chapter 12. Lots of good stuff. Uh, Lots of kids. Uh, Might hear a couple of them popping in and out here. (laughs) That's right. Well... Where do you want to start, bud? Um, I think right at the beginning, one of the things that stuck out to me was Jesus being Lord of the Sabbath. Like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Sabbath keeping, believe it or not, is in the Ten Commandments. I'm like, you yeah. should keep a Sabbath. Mm-hmm. You think about the other Ten Commandments, we can quickly go through and go, thank God I haven't like murdered anybody. Uh, I haven't stolen anything. Um, we can go through those and see, you know, oh, thank God I haven't done it. But what's interesting is when someone doesn't keep a Sabbath, I don't know if anybody even bat an eye at that. Yeah, so totally. Here it's like what well, keeping a Sabbath is a huge deal, mm-hmm. and it's been watered down and forgotten about. Maybe not even taught well enough by by us. Mm-hmm. Maybe at times, and here the Pharisees are just angry at Jesus because he's not keeping the Sabbath properly. Mm. It's like why is that a huge deal? And so. Um, you want to read just like the first four verses of that? Sure. I think it will kind of help set up like what's going on. Yeah, this is the ESV. At that time, Jesus went through the green fields on the Sabbath. His disciples were hungry, and they began to pluck heads of grain and to eat. But when the Pharisees saw it, they said to him, Look, your disciples are doing what is not lawful to do on the Sabbath. He said to them, Have you not read that David did what David did when he was hungry and those who were with him? How he entered the house of God and ate quote, the bread of the presence, which was not lawful for him to eat, nor for those who were with him, but only for the priests. You want me to keep going? No, that's good. So that, yeah. That's pointing back to a crazy story when King Saul was trying to kill King David mm-hmm. and he's on the run and he goes into, um, you know, a place of worship back then. And uh, the priest gives him a bread that was supposed to be given to God. And so the, what, he, what Jesus is mm-hmm. saying here is you're missing the point of, of the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. And the Jews back in the day, um, in a beautiful way, in many ways, have kept the Sabbath. So there's this old saying that as the Jews have gone through trial and tribulation, um, you're thinking the Holocaust, but even go farther back to like biblical times where there were wars and um, there's the Maccabean revolt. Uh, Before that, you're looking at God's people in Egypt and then in Babylon and in Persia and all these different places. The the likelihood of them getting um, annihilated and or just mixed into all the other different people groups of the world is mm-hmm. so high. Mm-hmm. And yet there's still a remnant of Jews that last God's people throughout the old Testament, even Jews today. And so mm-hmm. when they ask them like, how'd you survive world war two? How'd you survive Egypt? How'd you survive these periods of time? Yeah. Uh, the Jews look back and say, we didn't keep the Sabbath. The Sabbath kept us because mm-hmm. the Sabbath was something that was put in their weekly rhythm to reorient them to God into the rhythm of life that God created them, uh, created us for. And so you have the Ten Commandments, and you have like the creation account. And just a guy in my small group last week asked mm-hmm. me, like, what was the highlight of your week? And I said, oh, my Sabbath was. I'm like, what's that? Yeah. And so we had this really fun conversation. We were like, imagine the best present ever given, and it just hasn't been opened. That's what it is for many of us in Sabbath. God mm. gave us like permission, not even permission, a command, right. to take 24 hours out of the week to celebrate God and to enjoy each other. 
like worship him, but mm. enjoy your favorite foods. Enjoy your favorite recreational activities. If you need a nap, take one. Like the idea is that you would work up to Sabbath night mm-hmm. and then get your laundry done, get the food prepared, and then take a Sabbath and just feast and rest and enjoy God and the people next to you. And our bodies need that. And so here, Jesus is saying on the Sabbath, they're walking through the grain fields, picking the um, grains at the edge of the field, which is a law from Deuteronomy, which is for the poor people. And so another Old Testament reference Mm -hmm. to bless people, like leave food on the edge of your grain fields for the poor folks so they have something to eat. And and Jesus, who being very poor in this moment, is keeping Sabbath. Mm -hmm. He's telling the Pharisees, like, you're missing it here. Like, you're missing it. We're keeping Sabbath. We're focused on God. We're in community with each other. And there are rules put in place to keep the rules. And Sabbath became a very real uh, legalistic thing here mm-hmm. for some of the Pharisees and re- religious leaders and teachers of the law. And Sabbath is to be an incredible gift for you and for me. I think that's when it gets even more confusing in the end for like the Pharisees and for maybe the disciples who are listening for verse eight, because you have this big, um, you know, really rabbinic tradition in sabbath that mm-hmm. everybody knows about that's a really big deal and all of a sudden then you have jesus just drop a bomb in verse 8 that says for the son of man is lord of mm-hmm. the sabbath do you want to break that down a little bit like what does that mean what is he saying there yeah basically like god instituted this day mm-hmm. god created this day mm-hmm. um man i think it's man was not made for the sabbath sabbath was made for man mm-hmm. and for the jews it was like man was made for the sabbath and that you have to keep all these rules and right. we have to keep this day special holy and if you violate any of these laws then shame on you you're going to be punished and like right there was actually i took a picture i took a picture of a commentary i was reading going back on jewish law let me read it to you real quick just mm. so you kind of understand the perspective of like how in-depth this is it says yeah. at this time many rabbis filled judaism with elaborate rituals related to the sabbath and observance of other laws mm. ancient rabbis taught that on sabbath a man could not carry something on his right hand or in his left hand, mm. <laughs> or across his chest, or on his shoulder. Mm. But he could carry something with the back of his hand, or with his foot, or his elbow, or his ear, on the hair, or in the hem of his shirt, or in the shoe of his sandal. Oh. On the Sabbath, one was forbidden to tie a knot, except a woman could tie a knot in her girdle. So if a bucket mm. of water had to be raised from a well, no one could tie a rope to the bucket, but a woman could tie her girdle to the bucket and then to the rope. The Jews were so superstitious concerning the observance of Sabbath that in all the wars with Antiochus, Epiphanes, and the Romans, which were very brutal, did terrible Mm -hmm. things. They thought it a crime to even attempt to defend themselves on the Sabbath because that would be considered Mm -hmm. work. When their enemies observed this, they deterred their operations to that day. It was through this that Pompey was enabled to eventually take Jerusalem. And so they took Mm. this so seriously. What Jesus is saying here is, guys, you are completely missing the point. Sabbath is to be a gift. It's not supposed to be a burden. I want you to rest and enjoy each other. Mm. Enjoy good food, your favorite food. Take a nap. Play basketball. Work out. Take take an extra walk. Have an extra cup of coffee. Whatever it is, like you enjoy this day and worship (laughs) God and enjoy each other. And and really the Pharisees just aren't, aren't, aren't getting it here. So yeah. practically, like, to you listening, do you sure. keep a Sabbath? And I hope you don't feel bad if you don't. I'm guessing 99% of you don't. But here's a beautiful invitation for you to keep a Sabbath. Yeah. And it, it's a lot of work. Like, talk talk to me, Bobby, about how we're trying to do this as a family and how much work it takes to, like, think ahead and plan and all that. Yeah, it is a lot of work. I think um, 
I mean, just even preparation wise, like buying food, preparing food, freezing food, whatever that looks like. Um, we're in a season where it is very much restful for us to order food. And mm-hmm. so, you know, that's even somewhere where it's like, oh, we don't want other people making food. Well, in our season right now with little kids, it's restful for us to have um you know, somebody else make it. And with so it looks like plates that. that it, with go pa- in the trash exactly. So we don't have to do dishes. Um, one thing that we usually try to do is that we'll um, have an intentional kind of prayer. Maybe we'll light a candle or something that's kind of like, hey, this is this is a time that's set apart. This is going to look differently. You know, dad's home, mom's home all day long, all night long. We're together, um, usually playing something in the backyard or uh, reading something or drawing something or, mm-hmm. but that's the idea of it is that we're together. We're celebrating, um, God with us, within our family, within the gifts that he's given us and just enjoying it. You know, that's, mm-hmm. I mean, I think you mentioned the word worship, but that's like a huge part of Sabbath too. And so, yeah, I don't think, um, you know, Jesus is talking to the Pharisees here, like Clark said, with all the rituals that they're doing, but missing the heart of it. And I think where we're at in our cultural moment and just our Western mindset is like, oh, we like, why would we do that? We don't need that. We have, you know, football to be watching or games to be attending or X, Y, Z, you know, a million other reasons why, um, you know, we don't need it. Or maybe, you know, that isn't something that we're desiring. And that's why I think it was good that you differentiated how this isn't... Um, this is a gift in the form of a command. Yeah. Because, you know, I think Yahweh, the living God, knows that, that that's where our mind is going to go. That, you know, we're going to take it too far legalistically. We're going to go too far the other way. Totally. You know, we don't need that. And so um, I think that's where the, there's freedom in it too for us now in Christ to, to just be creative. Like, do you, what does that look like for you actually if you sit down mm-hmm. and, and just, you know, maybe it's not for 24 hours. Maybe for the first time that you try it, it's for eight hours um, and just put something, something in place there for yeah. you, so for your family. For us, our Sabbath's Monday because Sunday is a full work day. Mm-hmm. Uh, for most of you, Sunday should be your Sabbath. And like Bobby said, be gracious to yourself. If you're at a spot where you're working two or three jobs just to survive out here in California, maybe you take a few hours that are just designated and devoted to God and enjoying Him and mm-hmm. creation. So think about it. Think about it. But what, what happens here in the middle of that, yeah. that conversation, Jesus says something crazy in verse 6. He says something greater than the temple is now here. And so again, they're mm-hmm. thinking, time out. The temple is where we worship. The temple is where the law is. Yeah. The temple is where God's presence is to be known. And mm-hmm. Jesus is saying, yeah, I'm here. It's all about yeah. me. So if you scroll down to, or flip your page to like verses 15 through 21 in today's reading, it talks about this prophecy from Isaiah, how Jesus is to come and he is to be this one who's to bring this great life. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's one, my servant who I've chosen, the one I love and whom I delight. I'll put my spirit on him. And he'll proclaim justice to the nations. He'll not quarrel or cry out. No one will hear his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not snuff out. Till he has brought justice through to victory, and in his name the nations will put his hope. And so here he's about to embark again on um, more of the kingdom of God moments, breaking in light, eradicating Mm -hmm. darkness. And then they start calling him on him like, wait, wait, wait a second. You're of the devil. You're of Beelzebub here. Verses 22 through uh, 37. And Jesus is like, time out. Just see, I heal that guy. It's a good thing. I'm giving mm-hmm. life. Demons can't drive out demons. 
a kingdom against itself is going to fall apart. You're literally right. cutting your own legs out from underneath you. Mm-hmm. And so I really appreciate just as you move towards the end of kind of our time today and the rest of this chapter, verses 30 and 33 for me really stood out. Verse 30 says, whoever is not with me is against me and whoever does not gather with me scatters. So there's two options. There's two movements. There's two groups happening in this world right now. And then verse 33, Mm. he says the same thing a little differently. He says, make a tree good and its fruit will be good or make a tree bad and its fruit will be bad for a tree is recognized by its fruit. So you're either a gatherer or a scatterer Mm. or a good tree with good fruit or a bad tree with bad fruit. And so what, what, mm. what Jesus is letting us know here is there are two movements, two teams, two entities, two realms at work right now. There's mm-hmm. the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. Which one are we operating in? Yeah. Are we a scatterer, right? Or are we bearing bad fruit? Then you have your answer. Yeah. If you're a gatherer and you're bringing people to the Lord and his kingdom and you're bearing good fruit, when you look at who Jesus is, the fruit of the spirit, et cetera, et cetera, you know, hey, hey, we're on to something here. We're in the mission of Christ. We're in mm-hmm. the kingdom of God. So those are questions I'm asking myself. Like, is what I'm doing helpful in bringing people together or am I scattering? Mm-hmm. Um, That's a good question. Yeah, those are questions we got to ask ourselves. Hmm. Anything in there that stands out to you? No, you guys. I mean, the chapter's loaded. There's a lot to talk about. I feel like it's helpful um, to talk about it together. So thanks so much for listening. Uh, We're just going to continue marching through Matthew. We'll be back on Friday with chapter 14. Today is Wednesday, though. Mm -hmm. So before we get to Thursday and Friday, think about your day and your night tonight, whatever time it is right now. And Maybe Wednesday night prayer is something that you could yes. step into. That is, um, I think Grandpa Corver would call it a Sabbath moment where yeah. you could come and for one hour you can sit uh, in the presence of God, ask for healing prayer, just enjoy him, um, and then go back home yep. and enjoy and, your night. And like we mentioned last week too, next week, Wednesday, is the prayer night that's uh, devoted to mental health. And so we want to invite you to come and pray for, um, for people you love mm-hmm. and people you don't even know that are battling anxiety and depression and a number of just mental struggles. And we're asking God to bring liberation and freedom mm-hmm. there in, in our minds. And so we love medicine and we love miracles. And we're asking God to, to do a work of both here. And so yeah. um, if you know somebody also who wants to have hands laid on them and be prayed for, bring them, okay? Next Wednesday, the 12th, is the prayer and worship night in the sanctuary, 7 o'clock, devoted to praying for mental health. All right? Yeah. That's all we got. God bless you. And we'll talk to you on Friday. The Lord bless you and keep you. Don't make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give him his peace. Have a great day.